Hello and welcome back to our new season of the Goals Allowed podcast. In this episode, we'll be discussing the title race. Uh, all right, well, I'll, I'll start and say I've gone for Man to uh, to win the title. Is, is there any anyone think differently? Or I had I had them as winners until the very last minute, and I've I've swerved um, at the last hour on it, and I'm gonna go for Chelsea. Ooh, okay. Why have you swerved City? I, I, I think they're going to get Kane, and I don't know if Kane's going to work. Whilst I think Chelsea getting Lukaku, I think will definitely work. Oh. And I could just see, like Chelsea were really coming into form coming the end of the season. Obviously, they won the, the Champions League, and they seem to have City's number in in the one on one games. But I think over the course of the season, I think. Chelsea made Pippen uh, for the league as well this time. Fair enough. Uh, it, 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 what, what do you reckon, Ollie? Have you you gone City? Yeah, I think I think City will win relatively comfortably. I I I would see. I think Kane will work pretty well with them. Um, pre- mm. Presuming he presuming he ends up there, which I I think it looks all, all signs point he will do. Or if not, he's made mm. a massive cock up any. But. Um, no, I don't. I think I think City. I think City will win it relatively comfortably. What I find mm. interesting in regards to Kane to City is, like, I don't know any City fans that actually want him, which is weird. Yeah, because they, they all hate. Uh, well, not hate. I mean, hate is probably not a word, but um, Jesus, don't they? Um, nobody seems to particularly rate him as far as I can, as far as I've seen anyway. Um, so who do they actually want to play up front? <laughs> well, well, I, well, I, well, I, well I think in go general on, they uh, they were hoping um, to get Haaland at some point. So by going for Kane, um, it sort of probably means that they're not going to be going for him at any point in the future. Uh, but City and Spurs have always had a, a, a rivalry, so they're not overly keen on getting someone from from Spurs again. And, and a lot don't I, don't I, think he'll fit the system very well. Yeah, I, I agree with you on Kane. I think that uh, obviously I still think City will have enough because they've got such a strong squad. But I do. I'm not sure Kane is is going to be that Guardiola player. I'm not sure he's going to fit well. Um, I know he does drop deep as a false nine at times, almost with you know with the runners off him. Um, but yeah, I, I think City are more effective without a strike. You know, when they did play Aguero or, or Jesus up front, they looked inferior to. That sort of fluid, you know, four three. I'd say four three three, but it was, you know, it was more of a well four six zero. Oh, really, I don't know how you'd what you'd call it, but I, I, yeah, I, I'm. I, I don't know. I'm. I, I'm not sure he's he is the man to sort of push them on, and you know, perhaps as a plan B. But I'm, I'm just not convinced he's he's the man that he will push City on and make them do more than what they've previously done. The only reason I've gone for them to win the title is because I think they've got such a ridiculous squad as it stands. Oh yeah, they've, they've easily got the best squad uh, depth. You know, you take away, yeah, it was, shows the difference to what, like Liverpool the season before that you take two or three players out of the Liverpool team and, and they struggle. You take two or three players out of the City team and you know they, they're bringing in such world class quality still. One negative maybe about City, Foden and De Bruyne are both out for quite a while from the sounds of things. Obviously Grealish may need, may or may not be time to bed in. Is that is that something that might mean they have a bit of a tough start as well, games wise? They've got they've got a difficult first sort of five or ten games. 
perhaps something against City, maybe. Yeah, they are stinky for start, aren't they? I kind of, mm. I kind of, I kind of don't really see it as a massive issue. To be honest, because you say they've got such a depth of squad. I mean, they'll miss them mm. too, but they have got what well, they'll, they'll play: Bernardo, Grealish, Mares. <laughs> That's still pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Bernardo's. Well, can you imagine us talking? Go on. Uh, Bernard, well, he's already said that Bernardo wants to go. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah so presumably he's going to be off to La Liga in in the next couple of weeks. Though I don't know any Spanish clubs at the moment that could particularly afford him. Um, yeah. But he said that Bernardo and, and two other players want to leave. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing Laporte's one, but but yeah, yeah, we're not sure. It's meant to be. Could you imagine us talking about? I, I don't know, United without like Fernandez and and what uh, Martial or I don't know one of the front players or uh, you know or talking about Liverpool without say Salah and Henderson or something. It's just uh, I may be downplaying Foden a little bit here, but um, it, it's just crazy that we're still you know looking at City about about like with the depth of squad they've got and these injuries. Uh, um, well, the thing De Bruyne is start starting to become one of those players that every season is out for like one or two months uh, mm. which I think is a, getting a bit of a concern for City because obviously yeah. his day um, nobody can touch him but mm. he is getting, getting them niggly injuries yeah yeah he is yeah, yeah they, got, they got well not lucky I guess but you know Gundogan picked up quite a lot of the slack while De Bruyne was off last year um, um, injured like you say uh, whether he can do that again this year or maybe Grealish can pick up pick up some of those um, you know creating those chances uh, mm-hmm. I, guess, I guess we'll wait and see but I, I, I'd bet on them doing so, so. well yeah. they're certainly going to win a, a few free kicks and, and penalties with Grealish and <laughs> Sterling going at, <laughs> at defences yeah that's also another, that's also another thing isn't it? Is, um, well Sterling's because Sterling was Bang out of form at the end of last season for City, weren't he? And then he did so well in the Euros. Will he? You know, will it's almost will it, the England Sterling turn up, or will the end of last season Sterling for City turn up for him? Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's definitely a definitely a concern how off the boil he went. And uh, yeah, wonder about the young players. Obviously, a couple of them played last season. Uh, sorry, in the Community Shield yesterday. And uh, and they've signed three sort of eighteen-year-olds, well, primarily for the academy for now. But whether whether there's a few opportunities, I know it's something that's been criticised. have been criticised a bit for not not um you know not giving the youth players a chance. I know Jaden Sancho will come on to shortly, and Brahim Diaz who went off to Real Madrid, and Eric Garcia has uh, has gone as well. Um, yeah. well I think there's been a few clips circulating Guardiola from a few years ago. In regards to this, <laughs> yeah, it's like per saying he wants to promote youth players and he's not one to spend hundred million on a on a player and uh, what's happened in the past week. Yeah, um, let's move away from City then. Uh, you, you mentioned Chelsea to win the league. I've, I've predicted them second myself, so you know, both thinking they'll have a strong season. Um, it's an outstanding turnaround, weren't it, from when Tuchel come in? sort of midway through the season, just uh, Christmas time. Yeah, and Chelsea, um, like they were this team that everybody hated for so long. But now the, the team that they've got, it's, it's hard to dislike them, which is odd. 
Yeah, they've got such a young and exciting team there, and they haven't got the you know the likes of a John Terry or a Frank Lampard in the midst anymore, or or even a Hazard. I never never was overly a, a fan of him, but the the squad they've got there, it's it's an exciting team, and I, I, like I, I've picked them to win it over over City because I just think Lukaku coming in there, it, he's such a proven goal scorer that you know that was what. Chelsea was certainly missing that. Like Werner didn't hit the Premier League running, um, was clearly struggling for confidence in front of goal, taking the pressure off him, letting him sort of perhaps be a, on the wing or an inside forward, and and such a target man up front of Lukaku. I think they're going to smash a few teams. Yeah. Uh, where did you put Chelsea in your uh, predictions, Ollie? Uh, I got third. Um, okay. Behind Liverpool or City and Liverpool, I I I totally agree they're going to be pretty exciting side. I just I still got sounds a bit weird to say how <laughs> team won the Champions League. Um, I still got a few concerns about the defence and the keeper over the course of a season to have them winning the thing, but I think they'll be good, very very good for all the reasons mm. you guys have outlined. If they do get uh, Kunde in, would you put them higher? Because it looks like they're going to be getting him as well. Uh. Potentially, I, I guess I, I, yeah, potentially. I, I can't. I, to be honest, actually, I can't see him overtaking City. Maybe Liverpool, um, but I struggle to see him finishing ahead of City. Mm. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. Um, <clears throat> so my, my my top four to round it out. I've put uh, Man United third and Liverpool fourth. I think. Uh, well, you mentioned uh, you mentioned you put Liverpool second early. It's. Uh, it's going to be interesting for them with uh, with Van Dijk coming back and uh, well Gomez as well at some point I'm sure and Canate as well looks a good defender too. I think they've been pretty quiet in the like obviously they brought Canate in but the the transfers that they've done over the summer don't seem to have really hit the headlines like other clubs have. It it seems that they've just gone about the business um, and I don't think a lot of fans are particularly happy over the transfers that they've they've done either. I think they're sort of thinking that the owners are, are sort of got perhaps a bit bored with them now. It'll be, it, I think it's an interesting season for Liverpool. Their transfers have been a bit strange. Like the January window stuff was a bit strange when they picked up that, just randomly picked up Ben Davis from Preston and, hmm. you know, just for no apparent reason. Yeah. Well, I know they needed a centre-back, but like, I'm not sure a guy from Preston <laughs> wasn't good enough was he to play. Um, but and then all the there was a story about Henderson as well, wasn't there? Um, uh, in his contract, and whether they're not, they might not renew his contract, and might let him go and stuff. And there does seem to be a bit of a bit of kind of uncertainty around them. But I, I, I I've got him second just because I, I think the attackers are just going to be too good again. And I think having fan, uh, this is going to sound, I, I hate, bloody hate all the, you know, Anfield, great atmosphere kind of thing. But I do think it will make a difference in terms of last season, they lost a ridiculous amount of home games for Liverpool. Um, they lost six in a row at one point. Yeah, and I just can't see that happening with fans back in the stadium. So, I, 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 yeah, that's why I've got them second. It's definitely an interesting point you raise with fans and um, how some teams maybe benefited with the lack of fans and some, like Liverpool, with Sheffield United as well as the obvious one to give and um, I'd say Burnley maybe to an extent as well. Um, you know, and what a different atmosphere. And what a different... Sorry? Whilst to, to the opposite end of the spe- uh, scale, you have West Ham who benefited by not having their fans. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. But that's what I mean. It's it's such a different. I, yeah, it's such a different. It's going. It, it, yeah, I can't wait to have fans back. It's a bit of an aside, but it's uh, you know, watching some of the football, uh, the football league, watching a couple of the championship games over the weekend. It's it's just it's just great to have. Well, I I, I hated the fake <clears throat> hated the fake crowd noise anyway, but you know, <clears throat> games not sounding like a training game or with this fake noise over the top. It's it's ten times better, isn't it? The one thing I do hate about the fans now being back in the ground is just the lazy cameraman constant let's show a picture of some people in the crowd all the time during a game. Well, I don't care what people in the crowd are doing. Stop panning to the crowd. Mm. <clears throat> um, so, who else is in your <clears throat> who else is in your guys' top four? I've got uh, Liverpool third and United fourth. Uh, but mm-hmm. the caveat I'd have with it is... I think any those top four, I think are going to be miles away from the rest, and that top four could easily be in any order. I think if if United get a decent, they still need a CDM. Um, McFred is not winning a title. I think anybody knows that who's watching United. Those two as a pairing is just like having one player split into two, because neither of them are actually good enough to be on the pitch by themselves. Um, but if they got a decent CDM in, you know, as a starting 11, I, f- I think they challenge any of the others with the other ac- acquisitions that they've got in. Uh, that might be me with my United blinkers on, but uh, Ollie, do you, do you think as a starting 11, United are as, as strong? So I, I was going to say, so I've got them fourth in mind um, as well, but when... Uh... Anthony was saying earlier about how Man City have got the strongest squad. I was, I was actually thinking, I mean, obviously the CM would probably be the obvious weakness, but United really, their squad now and their first 11, I think is pretty much up there with the top teams. Um, for me, it's the, the manager. I don't think he's anywhere near the level needed to uh, to have them in a title contention, to be honest. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's... Uh... You see, he's still a PE teacher, isn't he? <laughs> it's just, you just can't, it's just, it's just, you can't see how, you know, in recent years you've needed, you know, City, what do they win, like 20 consecutive games or something, and Liverpool the season before didn't lose until like 30 games into the season. You just, with United, there's always that, you know, oh, they've, oh my God, they've drawn it home to Crystal Palace or something, <laughs> random result that they have. And that's why I can't, I just can't see them being title contenders, but I think they'll be comfortably top four. Do you not think the um, think. bringing in the likes of Varane to that um, the centre back pairing and f- fixes a lot of the problems for them? Uh, to be honest, no. I, I think I've, I personally, I mean, I've, I'm not a Man United fan, so I don't know the ins and outs. But I kind of look. United spend a lot of money most years, and I think it's more of a mentality thing than the manager. And I just don't think he's on the level required to take them. I think he's done perfectly fine in terms of uniting the fan base and sort of bringing a little bit of stability um, after Mourinho. Um, it was Mourinho, wasn't it? Yeah. After Mourinho. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, you know, after Mourinho, usually it goes proper tits up. Um, so he's done all right in that space, but I don't think he's on the level required to, you know, take them to the title, you know, against the Klopp, Klopp Pep or even Tuchel. It's a tough one. It's 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 tough to judge United. Um, I think I like I like Ollie. I think he, you know he he 
it's hard. He does his best. It sounds like such a patronising thing to say. But I, I do think that one of the big problems United, Man United had last season was there was a reliance on the eleven rather than the squad. And I think I think this season, I think Dallow and Lingard will be more involved. And I think there'll be more rotation. I think towards the end, it sort of ran out of steam. But, you know, the record, Man United's record against the other top six or, you know, you look at top four, top six, however you want to look at it, against the other top sides, it's as good as anyone's. And you're right, it's the Crystal Palaces or the... You know, the Southampton results or, you know, Burnley, you know, it's, it's the lower teams that tend to, um, often teams that can defend and camp. Uh, I do, I do think, you know, having players that can mix it up a bit more and, and utilizing the squad a bit more, um, will be pivotal to any success. Um, McTominay and Fred, I do think have, I think they provide a solid foundation. I think a very solid, especially, the, and this is my, this is my issue. I think, Against, the, like you say, Palace whoever, yes, they're not the right pairing. But in the big games, those two do turn up and they do they can control a midfield. Um, if, it, if we were going into a game against City tomorrow, I'd pick them too without a shadow of a doubt. But do you not just prefer like a, a Fabinho or a Kante? Or like <clears throat> just one player that can do both what they do? Well, obviously it'd be, it'd be lovely if, if Kante become available. I'd sign him in a heartbeat. But... Um, I, I just think that you need that, that. I think those two provide such a solid foundation. Um, <clears throat> you know, I'd, I'd love to say, you know, Fred, Fred does some daft things at times, and I agree with some of the sticky yets, but I just, I just think that that having that rigidity is is crucial personally in a midfield. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Van der Beek as well. He's he's another one who you know is a bit more creative. He, he's probably going to get more of a role this season. I'd imagine he, he he's going to be important. Uh, yeah, I think he like obviously he had an awful first season at United. He was barely getting any game time. And to be fair, when he did come on, he didn't offer anything. He didn't look like he was match fit ever, which is hard to do when you're not getting games. Um, but he, he, you know he was so bad with passing the ball. He looks like he spent all summer really in the gym. Um, he looks a different player to what he, he he was last season. Hopefully that then shows on the pitch because um, it, it's going to be a big season for him. Mm-hmm. Um, does, does everybody have like top scores and stuff? Uh, quickly rattle through. I haven't a hand, but uh, I would say I would. Uh, I have put a bet on Bruno Fernandez to be top scorer at twenty-five to one. Uh, it's an each-way bet, but I, I think that that's too generous odds for him. Um, but Salah, if I, if you know, if you said he was going to be top scorer, I'd say Salah. I'm going Lukaku. I was going to be boring. I'd say Harry Kane. <laughs> Spurs Kane or City Kane? City Kane. Citizen Kane. City. <laughs> I'm sure I'm the first person to ever think of that. <laughs> you can get a job at a newspaper. <laughs> Play with the year. Oh, is, uh, mm, you're putting me on the spot now. I've not thought of a, not thought of anyone. Um, I'll go Jack Grealish. If City win the league, then it's going to be one of their players. So, well, as I've gone Chelsea winning, I've gone for Kante. He was brilliant last year, weren't he, Kante? I guess if I've gone City winning the league. And then I've got Harry Kane, top goal scorer. If those two things happen, he's going to be player of the year as well, probably, isn't he? 
Yeah, have to be, wouldn't he? <laughs> You'd question the voting if he didn't. If he didn't. <laughs> you think someone a bit different might make the top four, or um, or someone maybe a bit different might win the league? Let us know and. Uh, in social media Twitter, Facebook and Instagram are on all of those um, at Goals Allowed Podcast thanks for listening to the show it's goodbye from myself from Ollie Inwards and Richard Hudson